Thanks again for joining me here in the CTO studio. I'm your host, Nikolai Walker. Today, our guest is Imad Georgie, who is the ex-CTO of Experian and currently runs his own consulting firm. And I want to ask him a question directly so we can start off right, which is, what do you actually look for in a VP of engineering? Go for it. Um, and number one thing is, you know, what we just talked about, which is a sense of ownership. Let's just talk about the difference between the VP of engineering and the CTO in an organization that has both. Yeah, I think the, the CTO um, spends a lot more time on what I'll call the outside, you know, outside of the team. Um, there is a certain um, mapping that a CTO has to do to map what the team is doing to the language of the rest of the business. And um, actually, a lot of CTOs don't even realize that. They say, well, they, they should understand me. Like, no, 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 they'll never understand you. <laughs> We're much more technical than, you, than they are, right? So um, the CTO, I think, spends at least half the time on that. And we can, we can talk about some stories about that. Whereas I think the VP is really still more focused on operational excellence, technical excellence of the team itself. And when we go into the playbook, we can um, use that as context, too, in terms of where the areas of focus are for both roles. Um, but the VP of engineering is focused on, you know, is my architecture durable? I'm, is my team making decisions every day that improve the durability of our technology and our platform? You know, um, are my processes durable, efficient, fast? You know, process should be like turning on a light switch, like, the more, there's an inverse relationship in an organization. The more you talk about a process, the less it actually works. If it works, you don't need to talk about it. It just works, right? So I think there's some differences in terms of, you know, what time allocation each role uses and what their priorities are. So, so if I'm talking to a founder just briefly, um, and uh, clearly they would be drawn to the VP of engineering responsibility, right? Because they think we, we need velocity, we need process, team, we need better code, quality, all that stuff. At what point are they saying, oh, great, we have that, now we need a CTO because what is happening? When would a founder say, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, I'm, I'm missing that, that role. Oh, yeah, that's the CTO role. I think you had a great video on this, by the way. So um, I love your answers. But um, I think that um, scaling is definitely a thing. So as a company scales, there's a need for representation at that leadership level, um, even at the board level. Um, even more pragmatically, companies that are looking at an exit of some sort, they need to show that they have a CTO, right? So sometimes it's it starts there. Um, you know, having that strong leader technology voice in the boardroom, in the executive room, sometimes cannot be filled by a VP who's sitting amongst C-level executives. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like, and I've recently become more and more aware of that scale aspect, and I, I like how you put it, of being outside, spending time outside the team, outside, because that provides fresh perspective, you're 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 blocking and tackling on a couple prototypes and things where the company should be going you're 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 scaling 
and I, and I think that's that's the word. I, I I have envisioned lately that if CTO should create space, you should you should just go. Th- you're in the jungle and you're with that machete and you are chopping things away so that your team can follow. So creating that space where sometimes the VPE might be saying, you know, we're running, 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 running. And then the CTO is like, you know, that's great. But what if we unfurl this little plan on this side and we maybe hire a few people? And the VP is like, oh, yeah, you're right. We, can, we should hire more people. Let's get more budget. Let's, let's work together to, to, to just burrow our way through this jungle that's, you know, with, with – 10 foot high trees and grass and snakes. I think also as a CTO, when you start to get engaged at a higher level and getting feedback from the field and doing all sorts of stuff, um, you start to anticipate things. So, you know, CTO can look forward and go, well, in a year, if we keep going at this rate, this is where we're going to land. And, and you start to develop maybe some more innovative ideas, sometimes more disruptive ideas. Like, I get that we're doing well right now, but actually, we need to change course, and here's why. I think being uh, that incredible trust relationship between the CTO and the VPE, the lead singer and the and the the guitarist, Bono and the Edge. Bono would be the CTO. Bono, if you're listening, dude, oh, I would so 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 love to meet you. Please, can I meet you, Bono? Bono would be the CTO, and and Edge would be the VP of Engineering. Etienne, can you give us another example of a famous band in this analogy to help us put this into perspective? Robert Palmer would be the CTO, Jimmy Page, VP of Engineering. Boom. Thanks again for joining us here in the CTO studio. And thank you to Imad Georgie, who helped us to kind of understand better what to look for in a VP of engineering. Now, if you would please head over to 7CTOs.com and say hello to him. I'm sure he would appreciate that. And for a continued conversation on this topic and others, please head over to the CTO studio.fm. And as always, subscribe to the podcast, which is available in iTunes. As always, we will see you next time.